Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey yo. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yizzo. Yizzo. So, everyone, that doesn't sound like Shanti because it's not. Unfortunately, Shanti has some personal business she needs to take care of this week. Celebrating that birthday. That's not even it. I I wish that was it, but she's like running around and doing all kinds of stuff. So, but her, I mean, that is a good, first of all, that's, uh, (laughs) let me explain who the hell is talking to you. Um... He was a guest. He was a favorite amongst the Around the Way Curls listener. Among, not amongst, among the Around the Way Curls listeners. We have, or I have, <laughs> asked Ben at the very last minute. It's Ben Jadaka, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, yeah. to come back on and serve as a co-host um, instead of just a guest. So help me out, Ben. <laughs> What's up, people? Um, but Ben is here. Thankfully, I'm very grateful for that, and we have much to talk about uh, today. But I do want to shout out Shanti, even though she isn't here. It's the OG's birthday on Tuesday, so by the time this comes out, it she'll be two years into. She'll already her... be an old lady. Yes. How old is she going to be? I'm trying to think. Thirty-four, right? 
34. I was about to say 35, but she ain't there. I think she might think she's about to be 35, though. How am I, 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 I going to know your best friend's age before you? I think, I know, I'm 33, mess. so she's 34. <laughs> but I think that I saw her write that she was turning 35. I think she's confused. Oh, okay. And it confused me. But maybe I made that up. Maybe it was oh. a dream. It was all a dream. Anyway, so big shout out to my old head. Child. I really did. Um, But shout out to my old head. I love you. And you had no idea that I was still going to record this week. So I'm just let it be a surprise, pumpkin face. You probably won't even listen to the episode. But that's okay. I love you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess I'll go into updates. And as if you're watching on Patreon, I'm very excited because I have my new monitor that I bought myself. So you'll see me focused in on the laptop and then looking at the monitor, my big monitor, so I can be in spreadsheets and live oh. my best life. Yes. And you'll, see her, me... and you'll see her flash dance apparel with the shoulder out. <laughs> oh, shout out to this company. The John. John. I don't remember John. what it's, I don't remember who they are That's or what great. their names. I think it's for the Johns. But obviously they're out of Philly and they have these dope bright ass sweatshirts that I bang with. So I bought one. I support it. Um, so shout out to them on their John apparel. Speaking of supporting apparel, y'all aren't really pushing your your you know duality is a thing apparel. Your we don't even have. I don't. Okay, that's an update. Let's hear it. Come on, I'm trying to get that it, bikini. Uh, it really uh, me too. So here's the other thing is that Shanti has she's hoarding all of the merch. Oh. When we okay, so we ordered merchandise um enough to do a photo shoot. We ended up calling the photo shoot off because of COVID yeah. and it was like this is irresponsible. Yeah. Yes. Um and then when we went to go make the site, the distributor was out of all of the merchandise. <laughs> so we were like, "Oh, we actually can't get any of this printed um, and made. Oh, wow. So it is very disheartening. Man. <laughs> we are now uh, working with a printer in Philly. And we were just trying to use like Printful so that we didn't have to do the shipping and things because yep. I don't know when we're going to be able to do that. But now it seems like we're going to have to do that. So hopefully sooner than later, pre-orders will be available. We will take pre-orders on things and then get the exact amount so, made. So get so your pre-orders gone, gone. in, folks. Get your pre-orders well, in now. The, the, we don't have a site yet because we're Damn, still working with him. I was trying, I was trying to plug. I know, but we're still working with him to figure... Apparently, there's just like a national shortage because so yeah. many people have started businesses, which is beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Um, but like everybody's out of like hoodies and sweatshirts uh, and hats and you can't even print on them. You know what y'all could do, though? You could get your own COVID vaccine and like hustle that on the side because apparently yeah. that's in demand. I heard it on the news today. I, Around the oh, way, curls vaccine. <laughs> I am so disheartened at the fact that you know how I feel. I'll, if you guys have been listening for a while, you know how I feel about Walmart. And like during Tiger the King, I said it. I said the biggest villain in all of this is Walmart. Uh-huh. And apparently, Walmart is distributing the vaccine, and it is very unsettling to me because <laughs> so Walmart weird. is the ghetto. That's so weird. So. Oh, let me. Let me uh, let me put something out there um, because of what you just said. I was not at my local grocery store um, 
in in uh, admittedly little suburb suburban area, and I was at a, another grocery store that was in not such a suburban area, and I'm walking around and I'm looking for stuff, and I have my headphones in, and <laughs> I'm I'm looking around for stuff, and I'm I'm feeling the atmosphere, and I'm not really digging it, and out loud I said, "The ghetto," and I guess what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Like, damn it, we I'm didn't so come that. up with that. Yeah, so we didn't come up with that. You know, Nene, <laughs> Nene Leaks, shout out to her. She came up with that. And I oh, ended man. up getting that from Jade. Yeah. Jade of all Jade says that all the time. Oh, man. But when you say it, you can't say the T's like you that. Can't, it's just you, the ghetto. You can't say it out loud either when you're in the grocery But you store. also, you have to put a, a woo chow in front of it. Woo yeah. chow to get her. Anyway. anyway. Um... So I have some updates, even though Chantilly isn't here. Um, I cut the shit out of my finger, my thumb. I was fixing my toilet. See, look at us. I was fixing my toilet because the water wasn't like coming in to flush. So I'm being handy and I'm fixing (laughs) my toilet. And then I have, let me show you. I have an amber like glass spray bottle like this of Florida water in my bathroom. Florida you serve Florida water. From you know Florida. Florida water. You got water. Oh from my Florida? God, Ben! It's spiritual water. You got it's water like from a, Florida. No, it's like a. It. I'll put you on later. Okay. Jesus. Back to you your, gotta know back Florida to your story. Water. It's spirit. It's like water that's like spirit. It's used for in like spiritual cleanses and shit like that. But it smells delicious, and it really like if you need a natural air freshener, y'all. You heard it here first. Put some Florida water in a spray bottle. Spray, spray, spray. Couple pumps. It you'll it'll be like you never went to the bathroom. It's amazing. Wow. But I say all that to say that the when I was fixing it, it's it started to fall. So I tried to grab it, and my strong ass burst the bottle in my hand, slitting the shit out of my thumb. But I want to say this yeah. because I've been watching ER. I'm basically oh a doctor, and I swear to God, I was like, okay. It was like gushing blood everywhere. It was like 12 o'clock in the morning. I'm just watching this shit gush. And I'm like, do I need sutures? How many sutures do I need? I'm like into it at this point. If if Dr. Handsome hadn't run off with Tandy Newton. He's not even that handsome. I love Carter. I love his way of being. He was just a good man. I just love him. Now I'm not really in love with anyone. I'm in love with uh, your, 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 derailing my story but now i'm in love with um what is his name gallant but gallant is in the army and i just know they're gonna kill him oh i know it like he gonna die in some kind of way and break all of our hearts because he's fallen in love with the indian doctor and they got like this long distance love affair but i don't want to talk about that long story short i cleaned my wound i got the glass out of my wound it was very painful i applied pressure and even wrapped some shit around my thumb to stop it from bleeding because it wouldn't. And I was determined not to rack up a $1 million ER bill by having to go and get them to fix it. So I will say that she stopped bleeding after about an hour. Hour. And I am, I know it's, it's pretty deep. It's going to be a while. Were you super handy and used super glue on it? That's silly. Obviously that's silly. Grow up. Oh no, that's <laughs> a real thing. 
And even look even at this lady outside yeah, know, your car. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, ben is recording from his oh, car and yeah. she's like all in it. Like, what I, is this? Dude I didn't doing? say I could have said that from my update. Sorry if you're watching on Patreon, you see me in my car and there's a shirt hanging behind me. I don't live in my car. Um, I live in uh, a terrible apartment building where they <laughs> damaged my unit yesterday and flooded it. So I gotta be out my place for two days and go stay with the friends. So I'm not in the comfort of my home. I'm on my laptop in my car outside a restaurant. <laughs> you and there still, that's amazing. And still showed up for me. I, ben, go. you're a real one. Happy, um, happy what else? Oh my God. A big update is that I reconnected with someone who meant a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Was this the one who reached out recently and said, we need to fix this? Fix it? No, he never said we needed to fix it. Uh, well, last, last week on the last episode, you said that somebody reached out to you and, you know, had some... And just said we need we should have a conversation. There you go. There you go. Um, And we had that said conversation. It was a really great conversation. It was well overdue. Um, I was really shocked that said person reached out. I, like, couldn't believe it. I thought I would never speak to this person COVID again. COVID season, you know? Yeah, and, like, I think it was evident that said person has d- had done so much work on themselves and just had been reflecting and like didn't call with any kind of ask. It was more so just like I left things, uh, we both left things weird and like unfinished mm. and unsettled. I got plenty of those And like there. I want to offer understanding and offer honesty and offer vulnerability and offer like accountability to you because you deserve it. And I realized that after all these years, um, which was really great. It was really sad too. <laughs> it was really sad. I came front. Shout, all shout week out I've... to you for accepting that because I, you know, I've got some of those out there that I need to do that with, but um, you know, people aren't always receptive once a person oh. has matured and, and you reach back. So so I'm sure some, the right amount of time needs to pass, but then also the right humility in the other individual needs to be there. And I, yeah, I mean, I, w- I, w- I never hated said person. I always, always held firm that I loved said person oh, and they did the best they could do. Wonderful. It was, while it was very hurtful yeah. and very yeah. painful, they did the best and they were never out to hurt me. Like I've dated people who were just reckless and yeah. careless with yeah. me. Well, and I really believe that he did the best he could. Yeah. Um, but it was really sad too, because we both kind of, not kind of, we both uh, just admitted that we're both still single and we're both still single because we have yet to feel that feeling that we had with each other wow. again. And like that, we've been trying to recreate it. But how, did, how, been... did, how did y'all? This this is a somewhat it, it's tried this question, I guess, and I apologize. But how did um, maybe how did it end? But how did y'all not like you know gravitate to each other? Like yo, we're still available because we both want what we had. I don't know if that was that conversation. Okay. I don't. That wasn't the purpose yeah. of it, and I don't know if that's what. Either one of us. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that it was so much yeah, yeah. in the relationship 
that I think it was just a shock. I think that I think that we were both shocked to even hear the other person. Wow. Like I was shocked to hear him take accountability for things. I yeah. think he was shocked to hear me take accountability for things that he probably didn't even realize. Like, yeah. you know, I was very loving to you, but my love was probably felt manipulative in certain ways. Yeah. And I can recognize that. Which one of y'all said um, that? I said that. Oh, okay. Like I, I know that I was really good to you, but I, can see how in the yeah. moment it probably felt manipulative wow. and really overwhelming yeah. and too much. Yeah. And like, it was easy to look on paper and be like, well, you're the one that did this. Yeah. So you're wrong. Right, but right. Like, it's a co-creation. And so I think he was just more like, oh shit, I can't even like, I, it was, we hadn't spoken in years. Yeah. So it was just like, wow. wow. And then, you know, great conversation. We're like, you're looking at this person who, yes, like, that's that's the face I know. That's the laugh. Yeah. That's the posture. <laughs> um, and it was just kind of like, oh, my God. And yeah. it was great. And yeah. then I got off the phone and I was so sad Aww. because I just felt like I read this quote once and it was just like, there's no greater distance than that of two people that love each yes. other. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And I just felt like, damn, I had put him, like he was always somebody that I knew. I was like, I'm always going to love him, but like not romantically. Yeah. Yeah. And now after the conversation, I realized like, oh no, a part of you still very much loves him romantically. Yes. Yes. And a part of you has been looking for like in in these other men, like he's the, he is our my experience with him in our at our at our best yeah he is what i gauge everyone on wow he's the he's the like if it doesn't feel like that yeah, right then i don't want it wow or then i'm not taking it that seriously it's, it's good that you have that although it's obviously tough but it's good that you have yeah. that because you know now what the bar is you know what the standards yeah. you know what you're looking for because you want that again but with a uh, uh, in a healthier setting. So, um, you know, I definitely have that myself. Yeah. I think with me too, and this is not what this episode is about, but I think (laughs) that the sadness that I felt was that was exactly what you said. Like he's there single. I'm here single. We don't live in the same state anymore, but like, I don't know. But but you're about to move out of New York. I don't know where I'm going, but (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, I don't know if yeah. that's even something that he would want. Yeah. But it made me feel sad to know that, like, I felt like I wanted it. Oh. I wanted to try. Yeah. I felt like, well, what the, f-? like, yeah. Or, yeah. At, or at least to get to know him again. Because, yeah. you know, maybe it's not him. And maybe, you know, Absolutely. it could be like, yes. this is a person that I knew years and years ago. Who knows? Yes. But, like to know that like he's there and he is my bar uh-huh. or that feeling that we yeah, had is yeah. my bar. And he, I never thought that he felt that way about me. I yeah. always kind of felt like I didn't mean as much to him, yeah. but to hear him now is yeah. like, no, you absolutely did. Oh, that's and beautiful. I'm grateful. So it was just weird. It's like a, I don't know, but I say all that to say, so I went into like this, okay, you need to put things in perspective again. Like you can't live in the past. You got to look forward. So when I reached out to you, I was doing a spiritual bath. <laughs> I was, and, and I used it. I was like, you know what? I'm so grateful to him. I'm so grateful for who he has been in my life, who he, you know, what yeah. he's taught me. 
hard, hard life lessons, but like, it's probably, if it's not him, it's probably not him. Like, who the fuck knows? But yeah. like, just said a prayer and wrote down a very specific, like, list and ask to the universe about what I want to attract and how I want to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you can see my candle <laughs> in the background <laughs> going. Like, I did like a whole thing yeah. yesterday where I was like, I need to be grateful for what that was, but like, you can't just live in that. Yeah. For you. And that was really hard. Um, wow. I can't wait to see that, this movie. I, who's gonna play you? Who's gonna play him? What the, what do you mean the <laughs> no, that sounds like a movie. Like I'm thinking no, but, back on the photograph. I'm like, y'all, this is a beautiful. I didn't story. watch that because Shanti hated on me, hated on it, and like ruined it for me. And oh. I like didn't take it seriously. It's because she doesn't see Issa Rae as a romantic interest. I think it, I'll forget what she said. It was. I can't remember. I I wish I could remember because I, I listened to that episode. Um, it, we won't. We don't have to derail. But I thought the movie was good. It wasn't the most in depth, but I will say that I loved it, and I especially loved that everyone was black, and it was not a black story. And that I love that. Right, it's like Love Jones. Right, it fits my favorite. And like it's a black movie, but it's not like a black story only. Anybody could watch that and be like, "This is or people. what Hollywood." Yeah. It is a black. Yeah. It is a black story. Yeah. It's just not the Hollywood black okay. story. There Shoot them up. Uh-huh. Welfare. Yeah. The projects. Right. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. Um, but the last thing I, for my updates is that I have been thinking a lot about 2020 as we go into 2021, and I've just been like, okay, this was a really fucking hard year, Oof. right? And I was, and then I was thinking about you know, that call. And I was like, that was a really hard breakup and time in my life, but so much good came from it. Yeah. And I was just thinking about the concept of hard, of things being hard. And I was like, okay, let me just like, life is hard. And like, that's something that we hear a lot, but like, I'm accepting it in a different way of like, life is really hard. And it's not to be negative, but I saw this, of course, we live our life through memes. Um, or it's not even me. It was just a post online where they were talking about choosing your hard. And so the post is marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your hard. Yeah. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Yeah. Choose your hard. Yeah. Being in depth, bet, in depth is hard. Yeah. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your hard. Yeah. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Mm-hmm. Choose your hard. Yeah. Life will never be easy. It will always be hard, but we can always choose our hard. Yeah, I remember that. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Got it. Like, okay. If we just, if I can just accept that, like, it's nothing is really ever going to be easy, yeah. but I get to choose what I put my energy into yeah. and what, like, I really. And working toward, and like, yeah, it just like it was. It's like the light bulb moment that Shanti yeah. had last week, where she was like, "Oh shit, I'm so sabotaging." What the fuck? <laughs> that was kind of what I had. Where it's like, "Oh, yeah, like I can ride the river downstream," as like Abraham Hicks said, but like, it can also be the sh- like I'm choosing that stream. Yeah. So like, it doesn't feel like this uphill battle. Uh-huh. You know? Absolutely. So, child, those are it's been a just a, just an enlightening week. That's of mine. great. 
those are my updates. Yes. You people. Go ahead, people. Curls. That's it. <laughs> ben, you got any up? You I, got anything you want to share I'll with us? I'll throw just a quick. Um, I finished my finals last week. I got. Hallelujah. Uh huh. I got A's on all my finals and A's in all my classes. Yes. And okay. um, I am now uh, starting to outline my paper that I'm writing for my grad school application. It's a 15 to 25 page paper, so we'll call it 20 page paper. Um, and uh, double spaced I, or not? Of course. I can't remember if I <laughs> sent it to you or not. Um, maybe I didn't. I don't know if I did, but. Um, the paper that I wrote that I told you about. Tell the people what it was. <laughs> it is. Look at me getting antsy. <laughs> so I found a paper from a Dr. Mako Fitzward at Arizona State University. And the uh, uh, the paper is called Beyonce and the New Niggerati. And it's about how uh, in the, the Harlem Renaissance in the 1920s, um, uh, Langston Hughes and a few other uh, black authors and artists lived in a, a, a rooming house in Harlem. And uh, I wish, I don't know if it's Neil Hurston or if that's wrong generation, but um, one of them combined the words nigger and literati, because literati is a very educated uh, intellectual in literature that was a white term, and then obviously the M word. Uh, and so they combined that term so that they could create their own beautiful black lexicon of literature and art. And, uh, but it was about uh, uh, like art and black excellence for the, like the working class, not like the W.E.B. Du Bois t- talented 10th upper class elite. The intellectual. Yeah, so, um, so anyways, I read this paper, it's 19 pages, it's really good. And so I wrote a paper for my class, um, somewhat similar about, uh, Beyonce and and uh, the difference in the lyrics in her songs and the imagery in her videos and then uh, use some other comparisons but I'm going to build off of that for my grad school application so anyways it went well I'll email it to you you can uh, I, you can grind your teeth all the way through it <laughs> I sure will because I read an excerpt didn't care for it uh-huh <laughs> I know, I know. I te- I text you about it, and and you were like, I don't have time right now, but uh, and then went into like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, 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 no. So I get it. It's all good. <laughs> I was like, hold on, this no. is not what I signed up for. No, then. no, it's all good. Um, but anyway, so yeah, A's in all the courses. Hopefully that brings my three point eight up some degree. Uh, I wish it was a four zero, but it's not. But um, that was such a humble brag. Well, no, I, I mean, throw this computer. Good for it you. It would be good, but you know, I'm also thirty nine in college, like. I have a whole different sense of discipline <laughs> and application and, and understanding that, it's you know, true. traditional students will have. So um, shout out to non-traditional students uh, that are out there, you know, fighting the fight. Um, a, a great theologian once said, um, you're right where you're supposed to be and where you are ah. is horrible. <laughs> so, you know, fight through. First of all. <laughs> I was making, I didn't mean that. And I was making fun of Shanti's fucking affirmation. Was I was like, it was so Yo, good. Shanti's and then affirmation it, was something else. It just derails at the end Ooh. somewhere where it's like. But that's that's Shanti. That's duality, right? <laughs> it is. That's, yeah. She's like all love and light. And then money index, money index, money index, money index. Ooh. And it just comes out and you're like, whoa. Yeah. 
I saw she posted today. I miss her. I'm sad. She posted today a a, a video. I'm always asking, like, how's homeschooling, homeschooling Joe? And her and Joe have both have like some kind of filter on with grills, and Joe is beatboxing Very while well. Shanti is rapping the verse to "Crush on You." Yeah, Lil jo- Kim. Jojo and I'm like, should Joe? Nice. Jojo can beatbox. Yeah. Jojo can rap because her free her Ooh, her freestyle about that snowflake. Oh my god, was fucking fire! I said, Joe, you bars. are a star. <laughs> she, bars, and then twirled her head and walked away. Yes, I was she like, Great. But what's so funny is like she's like that with Shanti, but yeah. when someone else is in the mix, yeah. she's like, of course, not for you, not for you. So I can't wait for her to feel comfortable enough around me to like show out like that, but. I don't know yeah. what I listen. I'm praying that y'all know her math. That's but at least she knows oh who Lil Kim and Jay Z are. <laughs> Next, um, <laughs> uh, politics as usual. I don't have much. I saw that Joseph Robinette Biden has won the election yet again. Oh. I don't know how many more times he needs to win this fucking back, election. Back to back it. to back to back winner. <laughs> right. I'm like. <laughs> They keep pronouncing this dude. They're like, he's the winner. I'm like, Yo, no shit, Sherlock, we knew. But it's official. The, well, supposedly official. Um, the Electoral College has voted. And nobody showed their raggedy ass. So they all voted as they should in line with the people's votes. Um, now, what's really interesting is that these votes now get shipped to Congress. And I think on... January some shit, 4th maybe, <laughs> um, 5th, somewhere around there, that Cong- or the Senate, I think it's the Senate because Mike Pence will now have to read all of these votes. And it'd be so interesting yes. to see what happens since they're still yeah. saying that this election was rigged. So we'll see what happens. Oh. Also, uh, Attorney General Barr has left the white house um he it's been very evident that he and mr trumpito have been arguing um fighting because you know the attorney general has not backed uh trump's claims of voter fraud that has been a point of contention so now it has been released on twitter that Attorney General Barr is no longer serving as wow. the Attorney General and is leaving early to spend more time with his family during the, the holidays, holidays, which is fucking stupid. Um, wow. And we still have no stimulus package. And motherfuckers are about to go on break and have a grand old time while people yeah. are literally lined up across the street at the school. I won't say which school because I did that last time. I was like, bitch, you tell me where you live. But the school across the street um, for food. And these are like families, like these boxes of food. Uh, and it breaks my heart. Yeah. Families with wow, kids out there awesome. bundled up in the cold waiting yeah. for boxes of food. And Man. I'm just like, girl, yeah. you have nothing to be complaining about. Yeah, not at all. So I, it's the ghetto right now. That's Man. all I got for politics as usual. Hey, is is Robinette his real middle name? Uh, where did that yes. come from? Joseph Robinette. His middle name is Robinette? Wow. I believe so. I hope you, I you said that, that you, made, you said that so many times. I'm like, what is she talking about? Let me see. Joseph Biden. I would be so mad if I made that up. Like, bitch. Of all the names. 
Robinette, baby. Yeah. Joseph Robinette. Wow. And he's a junior. So he ain't the only Joseph Biden <laughs> Robinette. I live, honey. Wow, Robinette makes him so much more flavorful to me. Yeah. Then JR, oh, JRB. I'm tripping. Huge politics as usual update. Y'all, uh, early voting has started in Georgia and that's in that those Senate runoffs. So oh, important. If you are listening, if you are if you're listening and you live in Georgia, you probably live in Atlanta. So shout out to you. You yep. know who you are. On, but Jen. take your black asses or your BIPOC asses <laughs> out <laughs> and vote. Yep. Like this vote is more important than the presidential vote at this point. Man. Get your black asses yeah. out there and do what you've got to do. Yeah. Y'all Negroes did not move to Atlanta for no reason. Man. Listen. Come on. It it was like the mass exodus. If you're in Atlanta, this is what this is why we talk about being exactly where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be. Yep. This is why the fuck you're there. That's it. Go cash. It ain't even cold in Georgia. Ooh, you can stand uh, outside all day. Have we have we double checked that step? It ain't cold like it's cold up here. So weather in Atlanta. Get your black 40, asses outside. It's forty three in Atlanta right now. I don't That's know. not cold. You're in Houston, oh, okay. so you don't even understand what cold is. Oh, so we over here looking at cold. snow. <laughs> All right. All right. Come on, Jen. Get the people um, out there. So please, 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 please vote. Also, Kwanzaa is upon us. Hey. So is sweet baby Jesus's birthday. And what's the other one? Hanukkah. Hanukkah's going right now. Hanukkah's out here representing too. So people are buying a bunch of gifts. People are doing their things. Now is the time to support black businesses. Yes. One of my favorite black businesses is the Sable Collective. Mm. That happens to be owned by our co-host, Dang. Shanti Mayers. So make sure you... And she ain't even pay for this ad. And she should be. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you support the Sable Collective. Also, Ariane's Jewelry... What what's another one? Also Zen in a jar. Also Love Lavender Shea. Yeah. Also Shop Brown Girl Spice. Asili Glam Cooks. Also, also, also Black Markets Vintage. Just yeah. so many black owned places to support. And if you're looking for a guide for black owned businesses, please visit um child, what's that lady's name? Renee Blewett. I am Renee Blewett. I believe that's her Instagram. She always does a holiday gift guide that just shouts out black businesses. So make sure you visit that page and make sure you support black businesses. And black owned business I want to shout out is Dury by Justine, a good friend of mine in Hawaii. Uh, not to you know take away from the wonderful Dury at the Sable Collective, but Dury, <laughs> Dury by Justine uh, on Instagram. Very dope. Thank you, man. Oh, Ankh. You know, no, I won't say it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> when I see an Ankh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Especially with a man. I'm, we're such haters. It's somewhere I would Why are you hating? My family is in Africa. My family is in Africa. So Listen, I can wear this and be legit. You're right. I apologize. But I'm just saying, like, when I hear Queen, when I, I see know. an Ankh, I'm just like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Anyway. Oh, we have a voicemail. <laughs> so let me pull this oh, voicemail up or whatever. See what she talk about. 
Have you heard it? No. Oh, okay. So that'll be fun. Hi, Shanti and Antoinette. Um, my name is Sibri. I'm a longtime listener. I love you guys so much. But um, I'm listening to this episode, Are You Betraying Yourself? And I'm, like, screaming because Shanti is me. I've always felt very seen whenever Shanti speaks because I feel like her mind just wanders. And, like, that she just, like, sometimes doesn't come to a conclusion about things because she can wander forever. And that's literally me. Like, I will rationalize things to the point that nothing makes sense. So, anyways, let me stop there because, obviously, that could go on. But I just want to say, like, your message is so on time because just similarly, I am in my own way about a lot of things when my body gives me very clear messages and I do not respond to them. I did not practice this message before I started it and it's becoming a mess. But I just want to say you guys are doing very important work. Um, the message is very on time. I appreciate you so much. And thank you. Goodbye. That was a great message. Yeah. Way to go. What's, What's her she name? Talking about? I, d- d- well, I here's the thing. Google okay. voice tries to translate the message. So they have her as debris, but oh, that's okay. not the child's name. <laughs> And they always write Sean and then T. Yeah, yeah. And then internet for for my name. So like, <laughs> I couldn't quite hear what her name was, but shout out to you. Yes. You know who you are. I wish Shanti was on the episode so she could respond. But Shanti absolutely is someone that wanders. I love, She's a you know what? wanderer. I told you last week, or I, I didn't tell you, I posted. Last week's episode was so wonderful. My favorite by far of all time. And Shanti absolutely does wander. But the what's so nice is, it always comes together in the end. And she takes you on her journey to like discovery. Yes. She brings you along and, and with you, her. You and you're like, where you going? Where you going? Where you, you going? Almost oh. the creative process of how something gets. So, you know, if somebody has some wisdom to drop, you don't have to always think, oh, they're always so smart. Every thought is on point. You can be like, you know what? Maybe that person kind of drifted around and danced over some topics and then hit that wisdom the way Shanti does. Because when she said, uh, what did she say last week? Um, she said, "I'm." I, what did she say? I'm tired of. It was that part when she said, "I'm." I'm. Ah, uh, I know. I'm, said, I, I'm tired of putting fire unnecessary fires out. Yes. Is that what she said? Let's yeah. go to it. I was like, me too. Damn. Every choice that you're making, you're building. Your life. I'm tired of putting out unnecessary fires. Mm. Oof. That was Real so rap. good. Why do why I'm curious, why was that your favorite episode? It was a good I listened back to it, was like, this was good. From, from start <laughs> to finish, it all flowed. Also, um, you know, what's out of all of our controls is why I'm sitting in my car right now and why we're all in this position. It's because of COVID. That was one that was probably the first episode where hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price Got your happy price, price line. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast. There was no COVID influence. That neither one of y'all was down because of COVID. Neither I don't think y'all even really talked about it at all. Maybe even zero. Um, and it was feeling like you know the good times back the in January, and February, and because uh, we were talking about Kim. Kim yeah. did that for yeah. us. I'm trying to tell you, she set the tone. Yep. So yeah. Kim and came, Shanti right? did that rap. Was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I would I wish I would have known Shanti. Because again, we got tight when we were 18. I yeah. wish I would have known like yeah. 10, 11, 12 uh-huh. year old Jojo Shanti. Like Jojo Shanti, but Jojo Shanti was a vegetarian, oh. but like sneaking around and smoking weed yeah, and yeah. Like listening to Lil Kim and yeah. Jay Z and DMX and running really? around Germantown on the F <laughs> with her hair not done. Like I'm here for this. Well, whoever this human was, yeah. I'm fucking here for yeah. it. Yeah, I would have loved that. That's great. But alas, it's all right. Well, thank you for calling. And yeah, last week was a good week. I think we just missed each other too. <laughs> I'm about to cry. Anyway. Um, All right, so we are going to take a break at this time, and we are going to come back, and Ben and I are going to talk, or rather, I'm going to listen a lot and ask a lot of questions, but Ben and I are going to be discussing the topic of addiction and um, how that affects you, especially when you are dealing with a family member who is suffering from addiction. So... Uh, I guess trigger warning, baby, yeah, for anybody who for uh, might be dealing with this, but it's a really important topic. Yeah. Um, and we will get into it after these messages. All right. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh-and-fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 
40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. 3932 break this will be a good one it'll be yeah 39 32 thank you so much ben yeah i'm I'm happy to do it i hope people enjoy it um they will i've really oh before we get off you can't (laughs) you know how many people wrote us like ben fine also tell him to drop the details on his hair regimen because then his curls <laughs> is better i was dying i'll do that a it woman really- a woman from the pod uh, a podcast listener messaged me the other day and i saw so i saved it in a document like i have it are you serious she yeah. mad people were like yo what's his regimen though sis like, yeah it's good with these curls because my <laughs> i was dying ready i'm ready for it I, I i was making i made a whole youtube video for it because so many people asked me about it recently and then when i went to upload it 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 failed and the video i was recording it straight through the phone through the youtube link oh, so no, when it crashed it took that. The, you're right you're you right never do that you yeah. always have the right. video upload that, that was just the practice then practice oh run. god yeah rookie mistake, ben. Rookie mistake. <laughs> you're right all right let me think about i ain't even prepared for this though I don't even feel like dealing with it in all honesty. Okay. You can just ask me <laughs> questions. Yeah, you know I mean, I you am. Can That's what ask, I'm going to do. Look, and I am a talker and I have a lot. Oh, I know. Yeah. I have a, <laughs> a lot to talk about. So, you know, you, you can say as much as you want or just wait till the end or whatever. Okay. All right. It'll just be a combo. Cool. All right. And we are back. Um, okay. So. Uh, how do I get into this? So Ben and I, I forget how this even came up, but we because he, were... Because he talked about it in the episode, and I was, you know, I, I oh. probably messaged you about it and was like, yo, I kind of heard what you said. I, I did. My family, too. Well, yeah, oh. you, you've talked about it in the episode, and so I, I messaged you and was like, yo, I deal with some of that in my family, so, you know, if you need any help or any, you know, whatnot, like, let me know. Okay. So for those of you, because I didn't remember that, but for those of you who didn't don't remember... Or I probably didn't go into much detail and I won't go into too much here, but I am currently dealing with a very, very close family member of mine who um, means a lot to me, who I kind of idolize, not kind of, did, do, uh, did, Um, and they are, it has been revealed to me through their behavior that they are suffering from an addiction. 
of a, you know, abusing whatever. And so I recognized that and it was it was strange to me because this person is an authority figure. And so trying to figure out how to approach it was difficult. Also trying to come to terms with the fact that this person was as human as they were, as they are, um, when I didn't always look at them as that. I had them on this superhero pedestal that was shattered um, when I realized what was happening. Yeah. And... Um, but it was shattered then, but now I'm kind of like watching them deal with their shit and like I've never been more proud of them. Oh, I've been um, amazed by them. Wow. But for the while I before I I actually um confronted this person lovingly. Um and it took a couple times for them to admit to certain things. Um this said person due to their addiction, is very manipulative, um, very, uh, what's the word, ashamed, very, like, emotional, just, like, a lot of things that, like, again, it's difficult to maneuver when you're used to going to this person for advice and (laughs) for... Um, comfort and for safety and everything else. And then you see them and you're like, wait, you can't unravel. Cause like, yeah. <laughs> hello. Um, yeah. So long story short, I've been dealing with that for about a year now. Oh goodness. And um, this year has been a, a much better one. Um, and just dealing with it with this person because they have, really gotten very honest about what they're dealing with um, and want to, they seemingly want to change. And I know that it's going to be a journey. Um, I know that it's going to be touch and go, that they're going to stumble. They're going to get back up. They're going to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm just trying to prepare myself for that. Um, And also to figure out how I support them but also ha- hold boundaries and hold them accountable because I can't do it for them. Yeah. And so it's just been really difficult to deal with the anger that I have or had mm-hmm. um, and feeling really sh- a lot of shame around that. And then also figuring out when to believe someone who's lying due to an addiction, yeah. um, who's manipulating due to an addiction to still have uh um give them grace and to be generous with them when like you don't you don't know how much to give them you don't like it's just so difficult and I'm not I'm not I don't have the tools I don't have all yeah. the tools yeah. um but anyway I say all that to say that Ben reached out and said that he dealt with something um very similar and was offering advice and I have avoided said advice <laughs> um because I think that I was just tired. It's really emotionally exhausting. Um, everything, especially when you're trying to get someone help and deal with insurance. And it's just so much involved yeah. in trying to help someone. Yeah. Um, so Ben was kind enough to come on and talk about his experience with uh, not his own addiction, but his like someone in his family. So 
I'm curious to know, Ben, and of course you can share as much as you want, as little as you want, but oh yeah. I'm, what I'm, is your I'm open about this because of the wonderful free national and global resource called Al Anon, um, which I encourage anyone to look into. It is uh, it's short for Alcoholics Anonymous. So Alcoholics Anonymous and all the other anonymouses, they are support for the person with the addiction. Al Anon is the support for the family, friend, or loved one of the person with the addiction. So in my case, my father is an addict. And so I went through that fellowship. I started back in 2011, I think. Uh, and it was fantastic. And I, I stuck with it for a few years and then got out of the, the process of going every week. Um, I haven't been in, in a while now. But um, anyways, before going into all, all this, I, I encourage anyone that's uh, experiencing addiction or, or proximity to addi addiction to uh, check out your local Al-Anon fellowship. Uh, so, uh, and because of them and that fellowship, I can talk openly about this because I did it so often in rooms with people. Um, so my father comes from a, a, a addicted family, I'll say. I have an uncle who uh, was an alcoholic. My sister's an alcoholic. Uh, my best friend's an alcoholic. And my father is addicted to gambling. And mm. so that did not manifest until I think it was 91 that Texas um, legalized gambling. And uh, that was also probably the peak of my parents' problems in their marriage. And uh, so my father was working nights at IBM and sole income for the family. My mother was uh, not working. And so 91 is when it started. 94 was like full peak. Um, by 95, uh, my my mom was done with it. And so right when I was going into ninth grade, my mom kicked my dad out of the house because he was blowing all the money on lottery tickets and bingo and scratch offs. Mm. So um, with that being the only income in the house and him already being manipulative with money and bad with money management, um, you know, we couldn't afford to, to have this new expense taken over. Um, so that was very hard for me going into high school, coming out of homeschool. Um, and so my father, because he's just so unacclimated to America, even if he'd been here at that point about 14 or 15 years, um, he was homeless for six months. And so I had to to, and I'm you know, sorry for people who don't know, where's your father from? My father's from Kenya. Okay. Yep. And um, uh, so I, he would call me to, you know, do our little family visit thing. And I'd have to go meet him at like a movie theater or who knows where to eat lunch. But in the movie theater, he was just using it as a place to sleep because he'd been at work at night and didn't have a place to live. So I was figuring that out as we were going along. And um and so anyways, as the years went on, unfortunately, he also has diabetes. And so he's been spending his, his income and now his social security and his pension. He spends that on gambling instead of on his medicine. Still? So, still to this day. And so a few years ago, he had four strokes in two years. And I had to be in the hospital with him. And, and uh, my sister takes good care of him. But, um, you know, to see someone losing their sight 
losing their touch and losing sensation in their feet because of their gambling addiction and they put money into that instead of money into their their health was awful for me and embarrassing for me because as he said I also he was my hero you know a black man that got educated in Kenya came here educated or uh, worked and supported our family and then just fell apart uh, due to his addiction um, that's been very hard for me and I've had to distance myself from him because due to his upbringing he doesn't celebrate any holidays he doesn't celebrate birthdays um, he doesn't we don't have a close relationship he hasn't called me now in six months and because of all this stuff I'm describing I don't call him because it's always a depressing phone call um, and uh, so going through Al-Anon helped me a lot reading some books that like you have codependent no more helped me a lot um, that's a great one um, but I really had to work at accepting not approving accepting that he's mm-hmm. who he is and that's his struggle because I tried so many times I, I had to put my f- foot down on lending him money because I knew where it was going um, you know the probably the worst was I was living in LA and I flew home to Austin to visit him and I'm pretty sure it was for Christmas but I don't remember when it was I flew home and I went to his apartment he wasn't there and I knew where he was so I go to the bingo hall and there he was and so he came out to talk to me in the parking lot for about two minutes and then said, all right, I got to go back in here. Uh, I'm going to catch you after this. Like he constantly chooses his, his addiction over me. And even though when I, was, when I was in my 20s living in LA trying to be an actor, he would give me grief and guilt trip me about not having a skill and not going to college, even though he never said anything about college when I was a kid. He only said it after I became an adult and moved, moved away he gave me this guilt about not doing something with my life and not getting education. And then now that I got into college on my own and I'm close to graduating next December, he doesn't give a shit. And he doesn't call me to ask how I'm doing. If I tell him about how I'm doing, he doesn't do much about it. If I tell him, um, you know, you know, send some support, you know, like I'm working part-time, I got my student loans, you know, like he's got a pretty nice little retirement income. I'm like, yo, you know, pay this phone bill for me. You're like, do something. You never paid no child support. Like you don't support me for college. Like he, he spends that money instead on his addiction or he gives it to somebody else. So I'm constantly being injured by him as a result of his addiction and his lack of concern um, to do anything about it. So um, I've really had to not betray myself and set my boundaries and the boundary is long i live in houston i moved to houston and didn't even tell him um he found out i don't know how many months later he probably found out because i told my mom my mom told my sister my sister told him i'm guessing um but uh yeah like it's now when i go to austin to visit friends i don't even like to go visit him because I can't call him because he might not be available and that will irritate me. So I'll just have to drop by. And, uh, but even that was a problem because when I used to drop by to visit him, he would say, oh, hey, I'm glad you are here. Can you give me a ride to bingo? And that would infuriate me. And I'm not mocking his accent because I love it, but just like that, would, it would be that, that brief. And he would, because he doesn't manage his money, can't keep a car. So he, in the Texas heat, at 70 some years old, 
he would be taking the city bus to bingo. It would take two hours to get to bingo. And because it was the heat of the day, he would be at the bus stop. And he told me himself three times he fainted from, from the heat and fell on the ground. And people had to pick him up and put him on the bus. And then he would go to bingo. And I say, you didn't go home? And he, he's like, no, I had to go to bingo. So bingo is more important to him than living and also more important to him than his only son. And if you know anything about Africans or even other cultures, obviously having a son is your pride and joy, but I don't get that from him. So I have to really work that out myself and not continue to be injured by him. But because um, he just wants a ride to bingo or he wants to borrow some money for bingo, or he doesn't want to ask me about me or my school. I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't have time for you. Like, you don't make time for me. I don't have time for you. There's no animosity behind it, but I'm very disappointed in you and how you're behaving. And you don't even realize what it's doing to your only son's confidence. But you know what? I got to block you out of my confidence zone because you're no good for it. So that was obviously tough because my mother's white. So my father was my black role model. Mm-hmm. So to lose that black hero, black role model, that was, that's been very hard. Um, and, you know, I just had the, the vision of Will Smith in that episode with Uncle Phil in the living room where he, he said to, you know, he's talking about his own dad. And Will says to Uncle Phil, how come you don't want me, man? Like, I've felt that way so many times with my father. And it, it constantly injures me. And I have to block it out and value myself. And that is what, when you, when you struggle with addiction or with a family member with addiction, you have to honor and love yourself because they're not in a place of doing it. And when you try to stay close by with them or care for them or save them from themselves, you will suffer. And that is what Al-Anon teaches you which is you can't save them from themselves. You have to take care of yourself and love them with boundaries. Uh, And so that's what I really encourage you to do, Antoinette, because I see you right now just in the moment struggling, and I know you're going to continue to struggle. And, uh, you know, you can't change the person. You can't save the person. Um... You can only care for yourself. And, uh, you know, at the end of Al-Anon meetings, they always say the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to, oh boy. God, grant me the serenity <laughs> to, do you know what? Uh, dear, grant me the serenity to change. Change the things I can. Can and the willing, no, the, what? Oh, the ghetto oh, child. Welcome to a runaway curls. Hold forget, on, forget, serenity forget prayer. No, Seren- it's important. That's an important. Um, dear God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Absolutely, and you cannot change anyone else. Just life lesson: you can't change anyone else. You only have control of yourself. But especially when it comes to addiction, that it's genetic. I have to know that he's battling his genetics and I can't do that for him. I have to look out for myself and I try not to be encapsulated in anxiety, but my father's addiction exploded when he was like 42 or three. 
and I'm 39. So I constantly watch myself to be sure I'm not too hooked on any certain thing. I have an addictive personality, but I don't, it's, it hasn't hooked on to anything detrimental. So I, I constantly watch that, which I don't want to become manic about it, but you know, I have to watch this and watch that and see that I don't do this and see that I don't do that. Um, let me ask. And, uh, so let me, I, I think for me and I'm listening to you and I'm surprised that I even got emotional because I'm like, where did that come from? Um, our, 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 uh, at least right now, right. Our experiences are a little different because I have this person that's telling me, that's crying to me and telling me how much they want to change, how, how much they're doing the work, finally going to meetings, finally, well, virtual, like saying that they're going, hoping they are, um, but I'll say this, I was, I was thinking about that. And I, on my, on the second time that I went to confront this person or not confront them, but like talk to them, mm-hmm. which I guess is confronting them. Yeah. Um, they did the same thing and they cried. Yeah. They talked about how much they wanted to change and this and that. And I remember finding their, their liquor and pouring it out. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, telling them that I did that at the end of the conversation because they had talked about how much they wanted to change yeah. and they were so angry with me. Oh. It was like they didn't even want to look at me. Wow. And after we had that conversation, within five minutes, the person got on their phone and... They asked Surrey or whoever, like, what time does a liquor store close? Oh, boy. And it, like, Mm -hmm. when I tell you, I was like, oh, my God. And, like, when I was leaving, they didn't even, like, want to hug me. (gasps) They were so angry. Wow. And I think for me, my experience with... This, uh, this kind of authority figure is one that like this person has absolutely saved my life on numerous occasions. This yeah. person, even now, yeah, yeah. even with the bottle, would jump in front of a, a fucking train. Yeah, yeah. For me. And so I really struggle with like the, the idea of having to have boundaries Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for someone who who I know would do that or Mm -hmm. someone who has done it and like it's just so difficult and I don't I you know I said to this person like you're like what I have like you know my sister is married Mm -hmm. um you know I'm like I'm here and I look to you for something that like, you know, outside of my parents, like I look yeah, to you right. and I need you. Right. And like they hear me in that moment and then it's just gone. Yeah. It's just gone. And it, um, I don't know. I, th- I think that I'm not at a place yet where, and I just have to be honest. I'm not at mm-hmm. a place yet where, um, I wouldn't empty out every fucking account I had 
if I mm-hmm. and and pay for some sort of treatment if I thought that was going to help. Yeah. And I know that that's not healthy. And I know yeah. that that's not like that's exactly opposite of what mm-hmm. you know people at Al-Anon would say, but I'm yeah. also like if you knew who this person was yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like I don't know how to not do that. Yeah. I don't know how to not show up. And I also know that the I also know that people didn't show up for this person. Yeah. Yeah. And like and I never felt like people showed up for me and I felt like this person was the person that did mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I just want to repay the favor. Right. At like your darkest time. Yeah. So it's always so confusing cuz it's like you know to you love people you know, in, in sickness and in health and in this and in that. And it's like, yeah. when is the, ba- yeah. when is the, where, where is the line? Like yeah. where you're like, you know what? That's enough. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I haven't found that yet. And I'm hoping that I never have to, like, I'm hoping and praying and wishing that like, for real, for real. Yeah. That like, they're going to get through this. Um, But emotionally, I just... I'm, I'm, I'm very different from some people. Some people like they take a second. Like I, I found myself getting angry at other people who are dealing with the same thing as me, um, with the same person and their response was anger, you know, anger, like a disappointment, resentment. And I'm like, Oh, and I had a really hard time dealing with that. Towards the person or towards you? They were angry towards the person and they were venting to me. And yeah. I was just like, yo, like I wasn't trying to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. I would I would hear it as much as I could, yeah. and then I would be honest about like, I'm sorry. Sure. Like I can't yeah. listen to this because yeah. we have to be compassionate because it's the disease. Like it's it's not. Like if this person's being manipulative, mm-hmm. it's due to the right. fact that they're like sick right. and they're fighting demons we don't even understand. Yeah. Right. Um right. so like then you're dealing with those relationships where like, you don't, I don't even really want to talk to people about it because I'm not here for what you have to say about it. I don't want your fucking advice. I don't want your opinion on this person. Cause I protect this person. And like, you're not going to come for said person and say no crazy shit about them. Point blank period. Yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. if they're out on the street. I don't give, I don't give a fuck. Like this person has done more for me than any of you motherfuckers. Yeah. Like that's how I feel. And so yeah. like I'm super yeah. protective and I know that yeah. that's hard to deal with yeah. when, when that's not really the, re- <laughs> you know, the when, yeah. it's just, it's just so complicated. So it ends up fucking up other relationships in your life. And then, and then on top yeah, of that, when you're trying to be proactive about it, in the back of your mind, you're always thinking like, is this in vain? Yeah. Like, am I on the phone with this insurance company for five hours arguing with them in vain? Oh, wow. Like, like because that's what it is. Because insurance yeah. companies, are, they don't, especially during COVID, like they're giving you the runaround for like any yeah. kind of yeah. support around addiction. So it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah. and why can't you do this for yourself? Like, yeah. hello? You're, you're you're older than me. Like yeah. you should be doing this. And then I go into that, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You oh, okay, you. I got you. I got so you. it's just like this this like cyclical yeah. thing that I feel like I'm caught in. That yeah. like 
I know that I can get myself out, but I don't think I have the, I don't, I don't think I have the will to do that. Like I, I don't have that in me. And so I'm just like putting all of my faith and hope in like, I need the person who's sick to get me out of this. I need them to just get better yeah. so that like I can be out of this yeah. and we can be out of this. And that's like really scary and, and, yeah. and not the best practice. I know. It's, 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 I really, really hope that you can find an Elanon fellowship. Apparently that's virtual now, but I can't you stress like my fucking, I, look, I can't stress <laughs> this enough Antoinette, because that's what saved me from where you're at. And I, I can't say I'm, I'm even where you're at because I never had the relationship with my father you have with your individual. I never had that. So, you know, like, I can't, I can't say I've been in your shoes, but having a family member with addiction that I love, um, I can't say that the things you go through and the crazy thinking that it puts you through and all the energy you go through it. And, you know, me having, like, when my dad finally got an apartment and, me going over to visit it and seeing what a disgusting mess it was and realizing this is what you are when you were living in our house and we were a family that was that was not who you were because apparently this is who you are but then that's me judging them but you know also my father's ex uh, example or, or instance he doesn't know American life so he doesn't know how to take care of himself so just having to see how he lives and and that is why you know I would think this is like timely um, cause it's, it's around Christmas and holidays, you know, when you, maybe you got to, somebody listening has to go visit a family member in their mess, or that family member comes to an event with y'all in their mess, or you got to look at them and try to smile knowing that they're a mess, but they look collected on the cover. Maybe they're a, a, a dry drunk or whatever the thing could be, you know, it puts you as the person on the outside through hell. And it's so hard on you. And it does so much to you to carry that burden that's not yours. But obviously we have emotions and love for our, our, our person and, and that tries us and that weighs us. And so really I encourage you to find an Al-Anon meeting because there's different ones for women. There's ones for literature study where you're all reading a book together. There's ones that are, um, I don't know all the different ones. You can just look on the website, but uh, you can just find ones where uh, the ones that I was always going to were literature studies, no surprise, English major. And so we'd be working through this book. And so someone would like read a paragraph and then they would share and then anybody could raise their hand and share on it or share on something else. And then we could, you know, pass the book and read the next paragraph. And so it was very guided. Um, but again, there's, there's women's only ones and men's only ones and, and different, all these things. Can I, I ask I you though, Yeah. how do you deal with the resentment of that? Cause I'm like, I don't have enough fucking time as it is. Now I gotta go to meetings because now I gotta research this shit. Like, are you kidding? Right, because that's for me. And the same way you took your your uh, goddess bath last night, this <laughs> is like that for your spirit. But I wanted to do that. I don't want to fucking deal with this. But and I think that's how a lot of people feel. Absolutely. When when it's like I'm not addicted to anything. Right. It's that person. Right. It's so, fucking you. So you may not be there yet um, in your journey, but because you're biting your nails, I know you've got the anxiety, but, um, but I know that you're going to reach that point. And I, I don't say that disparagingly, but you are 
at the beginning now. And I only say that because it's imperative that you get the support you need. Otherwise, you have a hard road ahead of you. And I'm not putting anything on you, but addiction is a beast. And even if the person has a light level addiction, I mean, fortunately, your person's in treatment or not in in meetings my my father's never gone near it when i even mentioned something like that to him he you know cast me aside so um find the meetings the only thing i'll say outside of that because you made a comment about Eleanor earlier they won't tell you how to live they won't condemn you for anything it's a lot of listening and sharing openly and if you want to go chat with somebody afterwards because you like what they said you can go chat otherwise you can walk out the door you can walk in the door sit in the circle say your name speak your piece and walk out the door and no one will tell you anything because the one of the most important piece of Al-Anon is there's no crosstalk no one is allowed to sh- make their their little share comment about anything anyone else said because that breaks down the community and then people will feel attacked and not come back. So you don't have to worry you're going to get judged or someone's going to come give you advice because they don't do that. But I will just pass <laughs> on some wisdom, I don't know about wisdom, some some practice to you that um, pouring out the person's alcohol. Bad. Never I works. Knew it. I know. I know. I, knew I know. It. And, and, and I apologize. I apologize to said person. You, you. I was like, really? that's I don't so even dumb. Know, I don't know that you have to. It's just that it doesn't work because well, it's, it's also, addiction. but it's also dangerous. Yeah. It's also like coming off of alcohol. Yeah. I'm realizing is one of the most dangerous detoxes yeah. that yeah. you will ever have to do if yeah. you ever find yourself yeah. having to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And w- because I didn't know any better, I just wanted like stop, stop. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You can actually yeah. die if you just yeah. stop. Like you have to wean wow. yourself off. So like yeah. again, uh-huh. completely clear. I don't know that I don't have the tools. Yep. But I think I think I don't know. Again, another around the way curl episode where we don't have the fucking answers. But I will say that like this has been one of the hardest I'm a, I am a control freak. I tend to think that I can fix oh. anything. I'm a project oh, that's manager. Gonna be, that's going to be hard. I'm a, I, you know, like I'm like a PM where I'm like, okay, this is what we got to do. Here's plan B, C, whatever. And the fact that this is not in my control is um, awful. And yeah. the fact that it's somebody who I would want to, if they needed a heart, I'd probably give it to them. Like yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I'm sure that there are people out there and 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 what's even more concerning, I hate to do it, because you 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 talked about how we didn't bring it up last episode, but you know, with COVID, with this extreme isolation. Yes. There are so many people Man. dealing with Yes. Dealing with all kinds of shit. Yeah. And a lot of it apparently is coming up. Um, in with in addiction, yeah, and there's a lot of resources that ha- meetings have changed. Yeah, not everybody you know can get on Zoom. Not you know, like it's just so hard. Yeah. Um, and I will also suggest people. I don't know. Reach out to people because sometimes they just need 
to talk if you can. And sometimes I, I, I'll look at the, that person's name across my phone and just say, I can't tonight. Mm-hmm. I can't. But I'll also say mm-hmm. for us to watch our own behavior, we're like, you know, there's all these funny memes about mm-hmm. you get up and you go to the refrigerator and you're like, oh, I was just here. But because of COVID, yeah. you know, you can develop, we can develop like this shit. And that's the thing is that this person keeps, they kept saying in the beginning, like, I'm going, I go to these meetings and these people are, you know, they're selling their fucking furniture for this and they're doing this. Like, I'm not doing anything like that. I would never do anything like that. And my response to them was not yet. Exactly. Right. (laughs) And I knew I was like, not yet. (laughs) Hopefully they never get there. Like, I don't know the levels of addiction, but still, you know, just, you don't, you don't know what it's going to become. Yeah. And you know, let's let's hope we don't COVID doesn't get worse or whatnot. Let's let's hope we swing out of this and life gets back to cheery sunshine. But you know, if 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 a substance became your savior in the downtimes, right, that, that could be your companion in the uptimes. And right. then you lose everything and it's like, man, how did I make it through COVID? But then I lost everything when I came out. Because addiction is a beast. And how did so, I get here? Right. Yeah. And, right. and, you know, this is hypothetical. So let's hope that never happens. But that's why you have to take treatment seriously. My best friend, he's been in and out of prison because of alcohol, because of driving drunk so many times. And uh, and he still doesn't believe in uh, in going to meetings because he says it's uh, it's just sitting in a room talking about alcohol with other people when I'm trying not to drink alcohol. So he doesn't have support. And so what does that do? I mean, he's in a real good place with a real good job right now with a great wife and he's so blessed, but he's relapsed recently. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, you, you try to lose everything? Go to these damn meetings. Like, but you can't, you can't change somebody. You can't make them seek treatment. And, uh, and you know, in my position is hard because like I'm in school and he's in a very well-paid professional job. Like it's almost like who the hell am I to tell him? But it's like, bro, I've 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 known him for 24 years, and uh, we've we've been around the block together with life. And uh, and I've visited him in jail. Like I, you know, I've seen some of what he's gone through. But again, I can't be too close because I don't want the same thing with my dad. Now this. This brother loves me. I love him. He's wonderful. But still, I have to worry. Like, am I going to get close, you know, my boy again? Things are going to be like the old times or like new times. And then he's going to relapse. And I got to like lose him to because, you know, I don't know what would happen if he went to prison again. He got out on a he got out on the last time on a um, I don't know what you call it on a good behavior. No, like on a hitch or on a something like that, because his wife works for law office. Uh-huh. Yeah, so his wife got him out. So so anyways, there's 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 wonderful people um that fight for these addicts, but uh the toll it takes on them is hard and that's why you have to have your support. If you're not going to some church, some group, some Al-Anon, some something, it's going to wear on you. And all that does is build resentment and pain. And you don't want that to happen to you. I don't want that to happen to me. Um, so 
really, really, please, please seek okay. out Al-Anon. If you're going to make a five-hour <laughs> phone call to insurance, you can do a little bit of finger work on the internet, yeah, 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 find yeah, a meeting, right. and yeah. sit through it. Because it's simple, okay. and it's healing, and it's it's wonderful for you, and it's something you can take with you and practice on your own. I'm sure there's online YouTube resources, but a meeting is so good because you see the other people. They're there supporting you. You're supporting them. They're sharing their stories, and you're like, oh, God, that's awful. Or, oh, God, that's encouraging. Or, oh, my God, that's me. Or, oh, my God, that's my qualifier. Is your person's called your qualifier. My father's my qualifier. So it's like, oh, my God, that's the same as my qualifier. Oh, my God, there's hope for you. Oh, my God, you're in the throes of the, of the pain right now. But you see it, and you hear the wisdom. And people and going to these for 20 years. There was a woman at my last meeting, not my last, my first meeting called Saran. She was going for like 24 years. And the wisdom and the things that she would say were amazing. And I would just take that and meditate on it all week. I hear you. I will. I I vow. Okay. I say now that I will absolutely do it. You heard it here. Episode, episode 109. I will do Antoinette, it. Antoinette said it. How the fuck do you know what episode it is? And I don't. I'm that fanboy. <laughs> this is my podcast. Um, I, I, I want to say too, like, we're, we're speaking about this from, you know, the perspective of not being a person, right? Dealing with addiction, yeah. now that we know of, Joe. Yeah. But I think that there are probably listeners who deal with it, who are dealing oh, with course. addiction. Of course. Because it's so common. It's so many more people than you think. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so easy to be addicted to something in this crazy world, and especially when things are put out here to make yep. you addicted to them. Yep. Um, and so I just want to offer like <sighs> support. I want to offer encouragement. And I also just want to say like, this is so cheesy, but I was talking to this person, they were breaking down about like with that shame, you know, shame when they, when they're seen, You know, when they're like, oh, shit, you fucking see me. This is horrible. And like just reminding them that, you know, you're this doesn't define you. Like it's a part of you now. But like it's wonderful. That's wonderful. Like wipe away every fucking thing else. Like Uh it's uh it's an aspect of who you are or and what you're dealing with. That's so valuable. That's so valuable to say to the person. Well, I'm saying it to listeners right now, too. (laughs) I am dead ass. Like if you're struggling, like that's not your whole, that's not all of you. Yeah. That's, that's not who you are. Like it's not. And it's just not, there's so much of so many people and people are going to think I'm absolutely crazy for this. But if you watch the wire bubbles, (laughs) if you watch the wire, I'm so serious, but like I rewatched the wire recently and thought to myself, character is so much to so many people and like so lovable which character and he bubbles bubbles is a heroin addict but he is 
you root for him. You love yeah, yeah. him. You adore him. You look yeah. forward to seeing him. Mm. And two things can exist at once. Yeah. And like, I'm using that reference and it's kind of silly. Duality like, is a thing. Listen, it is. Like, if you are yeah. fighting, you are still so fucking worthy. You still have so much to fucking offer. Like, I know people, and this person is not the only person I know that has struggled with addiction. But like, I know people who struggle with shit and it's like, yo, that's like 10% of like yeah. you. And, yeah. and it's, it's, be, it might in your head be, be a hundred percent, but it's fucking not, it's not. Yeah. And I just, I just really want to encourage those who, who might be struggling right now, who might be dealing with somebody else that's struggling who might be stuck in a house with somebody struggling. Like Oof, there's just so yeah. many fucking factors and you know, we're human. And for me, this is really eye opening cause this person is an older person and I'm just shocked. And I'm it, just like you said, where you're like, wow. For me, I'm just like, I'm not drinking in the house. Mm-hmm. Don't need it. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Yep, that that white girl wasted shit was cute, but <laughs> I'm I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just be cognizant and just yeah. be. I don't know. I just feel like just be <sighs> compassionate. Yeah. That's all I fucking. That's all I. Got. Yeah. What you you got anything? <laughs> you got you want to lead us in the affirmation? Oh my. Ben. Oh wow. my god. No. I'm not ready. Do you for that. have an around those, the way affirmation? Those are those are big shoes to fill. I'm no Chantilly from Philly. I'm just shit. Neither am I. Yeah, because I'm yeah. like, oh, uh, oh, uh. yeah. Try, come on. No, Get no, no, no. Don't don't put me out. Don't put me that spot. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ready for it. That's big. Okay. I don't want to. Because we had a very good talk. I don't want to derail it. But um, I, I just want to encourage you and anyone listening that that is dealing with it that uh. You know, get that, get the support you need. Elanon is free. That's why it's so wonderful. It's global. So there's going to be plenty of meetings in your city. Go on their website, find a meeting. It's free. You can just walk in the door. You can sit there and not even say anything but, hi, my name is so-and-so. And that's it. You don't have to share, but you'll you'll feel the support, which is crucial because dealing with addiction in a loved one is is hard. And especially if they're in your family. And uh, um, so, yeah, get, get the support you need um, and, uh, and really give up that person to God, which is what Elanon teaches. They call it higher power, but give up the person to your higher power because you don't have the control over them. You have the control over yourself. So be good to yourself and don't betray yourself. Love yourself and uh, really try to enjoy the holidays without any messy drama could come with Ashe. That a, a was affirmation. Person. Yeah. Ashe. I'm going to try an affirmation. Namaste, I'm not A-bay-bay. I'm not Shanti, so mine is not going to be as dope, but you know, here I am doing my best, what yes. I do. That's what so let's doing. all just take it in. Let me see when I need to put the music. 125. Okay, I'll remember that. Let me write it down real quick because the way my narcissist is set up, I'm unwell. Okay. All right, let's just think, okay? <clears throat> okay, 
So here we are. It is another day. It is another day to show up as your best self. It is another day to take charge of your story. It is another day to decide that you are worth it, that your past does not hold power over you, to keep going because you are indeed on the right path, that you like the person you are becoming because you are becoming a better version of yourself every day that you deserve great things and that you can and you will every day, every moment, every second, choose you. That's all I got. Just fucking choose you, y'all. Ashe. Namaste. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Ben, before we go, since oh. everybody's fucking asking, <laughs> drop the hair regimen, Ben, because you know how many DMs we got. I unrailed it, but you know how many DMs people were like, yo, um, that episode with Ben was great or whatever. He fine or whatever, but like, what is he doing with his hair? Because my girls do not get that much shit. Hey. Whatever. They ain't swamming like that. Swamming. Swamming. Um, I will I mean I could either make a video and somehow. Negro, tag if you don't just tell us what you do. Okay, I mean, look <laughs> He said I'm I'll make to, a video. No, He's like, a whole okay. influencer. I'm say, I'm, wow, stop. I'm just yeah. saying like it's the whole thing. I don't want to make a whole thing. So I'll try to make it quick. Um I use a few products. So one thing that's key, thanks to um Tamika Sredi that put me on it, is using a co-wash. Um mm-hmm. I thought everybody did that and I was behind, but apparently plenty of people don't use a co-wash. So, um, yeah, co-wash on my hair. I never use shampoo. I've not used shampoo on my hair in over a year. Um, oh, y'all, y'all not co-washing. Y'all tripping. Yeah, yeah. So you use the co-wash. Um, and then um, I after that, I'll use a, a co-wash in the shower. And then out of the shower, I'll put on a deep conditioner and then wash that off in like 15 minutes. And then I'll put on like a, a Cantu thick leave-in curling conditioner, or I'll use uh, Shea Moisture, which I live by. Shea Moisture, and it's the one that's like a beige color. I'm sorry, I don't know the name of it. Right oh, off the I know what you're talking Actually, about. Actually, I'm lying. I have the picture in here because I have a whole picture of my thing. They ain't even paying us for this, child. Jamaican black castor oil strengthen and restore leave-in conditioner. Um... Uh, can too is black on too, right? Yeah. Is it? I believe. I oh, I don't so. know. I, I just saw a can too. I thought it was Hispanic, but um, either way. So there's that, and then what? The two things that have really changed the game for me has been um using that little Florida water bottle you got. I'll use that little spritzer on my hair just to hydrate it in the morning and then at night. Um, and then uh, using a diffuser. On the blow dryer. So after I've after I've hydrated and moisturized my hair and it's all wet, I'll just use that diffuser on it, um, and that defines the curls and holds the the moisture and the the product in it. 
And then um, just using that little uh, Florida spritzer. spritzer on my hair helps hydrate it without getting it too wet. And then I'll just, you know, like pull it a little bit or, or pick it a little bit. But um, yeah, it's, I would say co-wash, um, spritzer water bottle and diffuser. Those are your three game changers. Shout out to our male influencer, Ben Jadaka <laughs> slash Jakarta. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been another episode of Around the Way Curls. Uh, we want to thank Ben for being here with us. Ben, you still not giving out your Instagrams, right? Even though they be fond of you, child. What? I have. I gave it out last oh, time. What are you talking about? You put I'm on mix- the last I'm one. I'm mixing you up with somebody. Sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, all right. Well, um, <laughs> to tell sorry. the people where to find I'll, you. Thank y'all for me uh, be a voice on your podcast, uh, Antoinette and Shanti. And then also the listeners, thank you for putting up with my voice. Um, it's Ben Jadaka is my Instagram handle uh, because it's Ben for Benjamin and then Njadaka, which is more commonly known as Killmonger from Black Panther. But, (laughs) but, N-B-E-N-J-A-D-A-K-A, you can find me. Slide in the DMs. uh, You know, I'll share some hair tips. He said a whole bunch of people slid last time. So go ahead and Head first. Just dive in that bitch. Go ahead. Go for it. All right, y'all. Well, hopefully, we'll see. We hope that Shanti will be back. Shanti will be back next week. She'll I be back. Will not Shanti, be well. It. Be safe. We love you, Shanti. Love you, JoJo. I know. Pray for JoJo that she's learning her math. All right. And with that, we are out. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.
Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.